Episode 5 of Enigmail's The Nightjar. The learning curve, creativity and originality. This puzzle cast shares the journey one plucky puzzle maker, that's me, is having on his road to building a puzzle game with a difference. A physical game that is going to one person. The connection between brain and hand in is to my mind on a sliding scale and the challenge I face daily is that that scale is not tipped in my hands favour. I have to work hard to get the visions I produce in my head through to my hands and out the other side. I think this is why I work with words, I can craft those much more easily. I'm also a completist in terms of imagery. When I have ideas and I have them often enough to become a regular distraction, they come fully formed. Not just a floating storyline but the full Netflix trailer Not a little idea for a game, but it all packaged up and ready to play, plastic encasing the shiny box. This represents a challenge in three ways. Firstly, it is very hard for me to deviate from this vision. Secondly, it makes it much harder to take on other suggestions and improvements. And thirdly, it creates a high bar for disappointment when your vision and the reality don't match. So I'm going to tackle these one by one. Firstly, deviation. How fixed is your vision for something? How do you accommodate that vision changing? The part I struggle with most about this is fear of magpieing ideas. I'm almost obsessive about trying to do things differently and new, as I'm terrified of ever being branded unoriginal. Even my career path and hobbies have been liminal, not fitting into a particular model or groove, although my family feel that I'm hyperfixated. The tactic I have most found useful to address this is to explore delight and to add context. When working on a new idea such as the Nightjar, playing with other games and looking at particular areas of delight I got from them allows me to consider where is that area of delight in my idea? Where is that sparkle that makes someone want to look up and share what they've bought, found or uncovered? My idea for the Nightjar came fully formed, as per usual, but with this, I worked hard to really explore the idea I was creating it from, and taking inspiration from it, utilising all the aspects of the container, such as the barcode, the crest, the ingredients. Taking on improvements. I am very much a solo outfit. I am enormously happy in my own company and generate lots of energy being on my own, in my own thoughts. Although I like people, I also greatly value my own time and space. I work well with people, but have noticed a resistance to taking on ideas from others, specifically when they are working on my own ideas. This is not a good quality, as looking back retrospectively, I can clearly see that I should be more accommodating since every idea I've ever shared has been improved by sharing it with others. This is a challenge when you're making puzzles, however, and I'd encourage all puzzle makers to surround themselves with other eager puzzle makers. You need to have people around you to play your games, to test your ideas, to try and break your concepts. Is it really the only way to improving your, cl- your craft, isn't it? So how would this be possible with the Nightjar? I found the best approach for this was discussing it with my family. They are, for the large part, resolute non-puzzlers. Thank goodness for Daisy. 
So this was a great inroad for them to get on board with and chat to them. They made several suggestions which really improved the final product. Of course, ultimately I want to hear back from who gets the night jar to see what difference it will make for them. Finally, my third challenge, vision versus reality. There is a strain of Pinterest where people share the images of recipes or crafts and their failed attempts. It is enormously funny and hugely inspiring. I had for several years wanted an electronic cutting machine and several events collided in my favour recently, so I bought one. Several components of the night jar needed precise cuts, something that the Crycut tried to make as challenging as physically possible using their unintuitive software. And I'm trying very hard not to swear at this point. This was definitely out of my comfort zone. I nevertheless persevered despite some strong language aimed at an inanimate object. The learning curve was steep, but this is what it's all about really, isn't it? The curve. The climb ascended and it took a lot of effort, but I'm really pleased with where I got. I think we always have to try and make our expectations raised enough to be accepted to us first. This, what we create, should please us. But it is dangerous to have such high expectations that then crush the emphasis for aptitude. Lastly, I want to talk briefly about originality. It's something that I'm hounded by and haunted by. On the subject of originality, this is a really important detail I read about recently regarding patents. A hundred years ago, almost all patents registered were inventions, new ideas. Present day... On the subject of originality, this is a really important detail I read about recently about patents. A hundred years ago, almost all patents were registered as inventions, new ideas. Present day, the vast, vast majority are innovations. Two patented ideas merge together. When you think about it, huge amounts, almost everything is an innovation. Two ideas put together. That thing you sweep the floor with and dirty teeth. A toothbrush. That cart and the engine you made to turn things. A car. My point is, and this is as much to nag myself as it is anything else, you don't need to keep desperately chasing invention. It's almost impossible to achieve now. What you should embrace instead is innovation. As I sit writing this, I'm looking around my son's bedroom for puzzle ideas. He's a teenage boy, so I'm surrounded by pop culture and food wrappers. Has anyone made a manga puzzle book yet? There's an LFT testing box in the bin. Okay, buy the bin. Why not make one of those into a puzzle box? He has a poster on his wall which has a spectrum of colours from song titles. Has anyone made a Spotify playlist puzzle game yet? All of these are innovations, two ideas merged together. To my mind, this is one of the quickest ways of generating new ideas, putting an unfamiliar object in a familiar setting. Have a look around where you are now and see if you can do that yourself. Enigmailed the Nightjar was written and produced by me, Step Lockyer, with music by Durden. If you like what you hear and want some nicely crafted hints, uh, or even some beautiful ideas, highly originally, head to enigmailed.com and enter the discount code. It's episode 5, so by now all you need to know is what bird was mentioned other than the eponymous Nightjar. Thank you.